Hi. Hey guys. Hi. Guys, I missed you. <laughs> I Even though you I just saw you last week, week but I did. I have uh, withdrawal. You know what? I, can I just say something? Out of everything that I do professionally, this is my favorite thing that I'm doing. That's so nice, I have to good. tell you, because it's just so clean and pure and non-edited. Yeah. And so we could just be raw. And I, this is just my favorite thing. And we're actually making a huge difference in a lot of lives. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, I so agree. This is my favorite thing. But I just wanted to tell everybody something right away. My firstborn, the child that I breastfed, my baby that came out of my uterus, <laughs> my majudge, whatever you want to call it. Tasha? Joshua is driving. Wait, how old is he? Yeah, Joshua. He driver's test. Congratulations to him. So on Friday was his birthday. Hmm. He had to go pick up his transcript. So I'm just, let me just show off about my children. Yeah, work I can't it. show off about work my face because, you know, there's too much Botox right now underneath my eyes and it's oh slowly. Hold on. <laughs> Joshua has a 4.2 GPA. Jesus. Wow. He went, he, he took his driver's test. Um, I had to drive him to Lodi. Lodi, yep. and he was so nervous about parallel parking. That's, I think, and something he, I failed. <laughs> he couldn't get it for the first two tries, but um, you, you're not, they have cones there. So if you don't mm-hmm. hit the cones, you're allowed to try as many times as you want. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know that. They didn't have that when I took mine. Thank you. I didn't, I passed. Oh, wait, I think we talked about this, Claire. I don't didn't. think we've talked about yeah, it. Yeah, you the didn't podcast. pass it. No, I didn't. But wait, let oh, me wait, just, oh, wait. before Hold we on. talk about how awful it was that I did not pass my driver's test the first time, or barely passed my permit. In New York, people that don't know, actually in New Jersey, you guys take your test on a closed course, do you not? Mine was at yes. a closed course. Um, New York, they put you on a real road. They put you in an intersection. No, you parallel park on a hill. Oh yeah. No, mine, but, but so mine- So that's my only thing. That's my defense. Like I actually drove on a real street, yo. Oh, okay, Claire, anyway. Hey, okay. <laughs> and then I failed. I passed mine, but I wasn't, they didn't let me try to do parallel parking and I was more than six inches away from the curb. I didn't hit any cones or anything. What do you mean they didn't let you try it? I did it. I did it twice, but it was just bad. But I still passed, and I think that was the only thing that I didn't do good on. But it didn't matter. Like I think when I was going, there was like you could only like not do. I didn't hit any. Yeah. Or but I think they let you like not get away with something. Maybe that's what I got away with. Parking between two cars. They let that slide. They let it slide. I still don't know how to parallel park. I can parallel park because I have a camera in my car. Yeah, I like hate. I actually cam? a backup cam is my jam. I'm like this. I, but I, I like it as a challenge. Like I could do this. Yeah. Like, I'm I gonna do it. I'm like, oh shit! When I can't left side, I can't do it. So can you do the left side because you're a lefty? I can't do it. I, I when I have to parallel park. First of all, I start to sweat, mm-hmm. and then I start <laughs> to do something as I I need to open up my door and look behind me. You're I'm so, so funny. old school. Uh, it's it's beyond old. I, I I don't know how to parallel park, so I usually don't even put myself in that situation. Mm-hmm. I don't just drive around. Ex- in New York City. It's like you have no choice sometimes if you find a spot in the street like you have to parallel park oh yeah yeah and you want a spot in the street instead of going to a parking garage Mm -hmm. but i i like it as a challenge but i i don't know i like to say i'm good at it because i have a small car if i had a bigger car there's no way i would i would be my mom is the best parallel parker in the world because she used to drive us around in a huge suburban because there's five of us and she can parallel park she could parallel park i would never be able to she's so good at it Really? Well, congrats yeah. to Joshua. That's Yay, awesome. Joshua. I'm actually very, very Can he be my designated driver? Because that would be awesome. Yeah, but I'm very proud of him. 
And um, on Friday, we went into the city. We went to the restaurant that the three of us had dinner, um, luncheon after we did. Oh, I loved that place. Delmonico's. Remember when we went to Delmonico's? Oh, no. Claire didn't go with us. You did Wait, didn't? what place no. did we have lunch at? That no. You and One Sam day Karen. after it was we the did veggie the podcast, place we went to. We left the studio and I went, we went to Delmonico's. With, yeah, with, it was so you good. There. Karen oh, was there. I, I love Delmonico's. So we went there. I like the and then Joshua place. at dinner was like, you know. I, he couldn't believe that he had his, you know, but it's a probation. Yes. So, probation. Yeah, like, so yesterday I get a, a phone call from one of my friends. She's like, your son is a great kid, Siggy, but I have to tell you something. <gasps> he is so mean to my daughter. I said, what are you, uh, are you talking about my son? Cause yeah, I like was joking both, sarcastically. No, wait, this no, is she, real life. One of my girlfriends who did the podcast, Jody. Oh, okay. okay. Jody. Remember Jody? Yeah. Jody called me up. She goes, Joshua saw my daughter and her friend in the rain. In the rain. And from school, <gasps> oh, and he went, and he did not pick them up and take them back to school. They get an hour break, so they're allowed to yeah. go. They're allowed to leave the school. Mm-hmm. I called up my son. I said, who the fuck do you think you are? I raised you to be a gentleman. You saw two girls that you're friends with walking in the rain He's and you didn't allowed. pick them up. He's like, mom, simmer down. I said, oh, what? Simmer down? Simmer. <laughs> not simmer. Simmer down. Simmer down. Simmer down. I said, Joshua, what happened? He goes, mom, I have a probation. Oh, yeah. Say it again. It's like a pro- uh, Probationary. Probationary. A probational no, license. Pro- yes. You're on probation. You you're on pro- probation you and you're only, only allowed to have yes. one kid in the car. So he had his best yeah. friend, Kyle, there. He goes, mom, the first day that I had my driver's license, I'm not taking a chance on losing it. I couldn't pick them up. And I said, oh. I oh, didn't did even- you tell your friend? Yeah. So I called her back. Yeah. Here, here it is. It's called, this is Joshua's license. Oh, yeah, oh, probationary. Probationary. Yes. So I called her back and I said, um, by the way, my 4.2 GPA, great child, <laughs> is not in the fault. Love you, sick. Right. He, he's not in the fault because, oh, she goes, oh, that's right. Okay, I'm so sorry. But she had me all heated because yeah. I want to know that my child has yeah. a good heart. You see two girls walking in the rain. Mm-hmm. You pick them up. Yeah, yeah but what? Nope, see, Joshua was right. Nope, Joshua was right and I was 100% wrong. So I apologize to Joshua. And Jody, thanks for getting me all heated up, you little bitch. But anyway, <laughs> everything um, everything is fine now, oh, but good. you guys are not, I'm sitting here to all of you guys who are listening. I'm sitting here with a 20 something year old and a 30 something year old. Well, just 30. There's Hold no on, my birthday, my birthday is in, okay. in 14 days. But I'm comp- oh, that's right. Your birthday soon. March 14th and I'm going to be 29. Oh my God. Look, you guys don't understand. Like I'm like mother Nine. <laughs> I am really a fun year. I just, I I, you know what? March. It was almost like it was last year for me that I was 29. I, um, it's I'm killing me on the insides. I'm not even going to lie. It's okay. So I'm on the 30. podcast here, we have to have a cake. So anyway. No. Oh, oh, yes. I'll, I'll get you a vegan I'm cake. On a, I'm on a juice cleanse. Not yeah, for two weeks. weeks. So I'm on a gorgeous. juice cleanser too. Oh, so I have to tell you something. I'm sitting <laughs> here and you guys know that are looking at me and you guys have all these exciting things happening in your life. And I'm so happy for you because you guys are awesome. Do you understand that I've been crying all weekend? Oh, when you so have, bad? it's not even, it's a, it's mixed emotions. Mm. I'm sad and proud. So the, the, when Joshua came to me, look, I'm, uh, I'm telling you, no, cause you guys are going to understand this in 20, 30 years from now yeah. when you're my age. Okay. You're going to say, Oh my God, I brought this kid to life. I breastfed him. He had a Lala. He had a piggy. He had everything. When he, I, he, when I changed his diaper, he peed up in the air, yeah. like <laughs> everything about, and now it's like, see ya mom. 
I don't need you for a ride. I'm going to basketball. I'm going to Chipotle. I'm out there. What are you going to do hard. when he graduates? That's what hard. are you going to do when he goes to college? I, you know what? It, it's just every parent no, goes through it. It's, Even it's, my it's own just mom. Different yeah. chapters in your life. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say that I'm mom. I'm not going to be depressed forever. No. I'm just saying it's, it's like I. It's a, a milestone, right? Yes. Is that the word. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's hard. I feel like when you raise a kid and you're like so attached to them and then they just get up when they're like 18 and go to college it's hard I feel like that would be so hard for me Mm -hmm. when I leave my dog for a week it's so hard imagine a kid for 18 years you know I'm like Josh you need money and he goes mom I have a part-time job I'll be I'm gonna be fine I don't need any money and I'm thinking um Josh um bye (laughs) that makes me is he a Pisces Josh was a Pisces I'm a Pisces so is Michael Really? Pisces are the best. They are the best. We're a little emotional, but we're the best. (laughs) No, you guys are very sentimental. Yeah. And you guys are very, very good people. So when is is Michael's birthday? Michael's March 18th. Oh, Oh. right after Sam's. Yep. March 18th. My sister's March 17th. Pisces are really good. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yes. Why they named her Aaron. And then for a Pisces to be surrounded by, I'm June 1st. My daughter's June 2nd. My mom's June 7th. You're a Gemini. My stepson is June 13th. My stepdaughter oh my is God. June 19th. June you're surrounded 13th. by psychotic Geminis all day long. <laughs> my sister and you, mom are Gemini. <laughs> you poor Pisces people. I love it. Not really. You guys are, you guys Geminis are, are fun. Yes. We are sweet. People don't believe that we are as you actually remind me of my mom and sister a little bit and she's they're both gemini's mm-hmm. yeah gemini's similar are, characteristics gemini's are misunderstood people think oh they're so phony but they really do have a good side and a bad side and the bad side is not phone it's they're just split and very emotional people i thought that was me a pisces no pisces i don't understand is a, is a water any sign. zodiac calm. stuff you yeah. don't, you're, you're not, you don't have to, you don't have to. It's uh, a little psychotic. Here right. When I come home, Michael's like, okay, is this Siggy number one or 13? Which one am I dealing with now? And a lot like, of people don't um, follow horoscopes, but I like to, it's fun. Just yeah. to I like, like to follow them. Yeah. I just don't know like what, like I'll read my horoscope every now and then, but I don't know what, I can't name all the zodiac Okay. Signs. So name me any, any, any sign. And I'll tell you what they're about. Well, I'm a Libra. That's all I know is okay, Libra. Okay. So let me just say something about Libra. The number one sign to be is a Libra. Really? Yes. <gasps> the number one sign. You know why? Oh, that's exciting. Uh, yeah. Libras are, it's a scale. You are very, very level-headed. The Libra and Leo, the two L's. <gasps> my, mm-hmm. Oh, my sister's a boss Leos bitch. Have, She's have, a Leo. A, a, their, e, their egos are huge, yeah. but, but they usually have every right to be. Mm-hmm. Egos are huge. They're, they're the lions. They like to roar. That they is like my sister. Roar. They're phenomenal so people. Funny. She's a Leo. That that's how she is. Libras are great. Virgos are the most anal retentive people. They are either very politically smart. They're very smart, but they're very anal retentive. OCD. They like, so, they have oh to have God, certain things Ziggy. in certain places. I know you're so good. Do you ever match people? Yeah, based, based on, on their, I was going to ask that. Never. I match people based on chemistry. If somebody comes to me and says, I want to be matched with somebody with blonde hair, blue eyes, six feet tall. I you say, shut up. Yeah. I'll match you with somebody. But it's all zodiac about signs, because you don't, you know, like that certain ones are supposed to go together. Or like no, make I don't sense. believe in that. You don't believe in that. Okay. No, I don't. I believe that it's all about chemistry and mm-hmm. timing. Where you are at a certain place in your life, you might not be as unrealistic as six months ago when you. It's all about timing and chemistry. Yeah. Oh, actually, I'm so happy you brought this up because I was looking at all the party pictures from this past weekend from the Oscars. Yes, and Vanity Fair is like a huge party. Yes, it always is. I always want to go there. I know, right? <laughs> so a my, of my, my one there. of my good friends, her name is Meryl Poster. Meryl, shout out to Meryl. She ran the Vanity Fairs because she worked at Weinstein. <gasps> Could she Weinstein. ever get you to? 
go. She just posted the most gorgeous picture of herself in a dress. She's asked me to go once <gasps> or twice. I would never leave Michael and go out to California. And I totally would. I, no, I, <laughs> I wouldn't. But let me just say something. She looked so gorgeous. I got to pull up this picture. Yeah, I Let's see, see Meryl. So there was this, there's a guy that, well, he's an, an older man. He's 74. He owns the Patriot. His name's Bill Kraft. And he brought his girlfriend who's mm-hmm. 34. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. What like do that. you think? I think, do we call that, that gold digger? Well, what do you, well, cause from me seeing this picture of this like beautiful supermodel. Is he a good looking old man? Short, no, he looks Look at his old. Oh, wow. Meryl. She looks great. Oh, she's That's so pretty with the flowers, in the, flowers in the background. I love really that. Pretty. And I'm, I'm, everybody's been calling me going, where did Meryl get this dress? The dress is absolutely yeah, is gorgeous. gorgeous. Is Dr. Really Jill pretty. Hagen she wants to know really that Meryl. She looks beautiful. Beautiful. No, that's the best, that's the best party to be mm-hmm. invited to by the yeah. way. Yes. And she used to put all these parties together for years and years and years. Oh my gosh. Sweet, Siggy. I so love what do you powerful, think about beautiful women? Couples I like think that. that, and I know a lot of people are going to get mad. I know I a lot of that, couples that are like this though. I think, actually, yes. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. older men with younger women. You do? What? Love it. See? I don't I love it. When creeps you're your, me out. Nope. When you're in your twenties, it's you, you're going to, you're always going to be attracted to people in their twenties or in their thirties. When you get to be 30 and sometimes your, your needs are different. When I was 30, I dated a man who was half, um, way older than me. And here's why it all depends on everything is different. I never had a relationship with my father mm-hmm. that I, that, I, that satisfied me. I was always looking for a father figure. I was always attracted to men that I could grow from and learn from mm-hmm. that can spoil me and, and, and give me attention because my father, who's Dr. Mordecai Peldiel, humanitarian, I mean, everybody, he's mm-hmm. the greatest guy in the world. Yeah. He, you know, ran Yad Vashem in Israel for 30 years. I mean, his story, we'll get onto that in another day, is the most phenomenal story anybody will hear. He's dedicated his whole life to non-Jews who hid Jews during the war because- oh, wow. My father would not be alive today if a priest did not hide him in a convent. Wow. So he grew up thinking he was Catholic. He prayed to Jesus until the priest took him and his brothers and sisters and helped him over the border into Switzerland. He grew up in Evian, France, like the water, Evian. Yeah. So anyway, put that aside. so interesting. Yeah, we have to talk about this one yes. day. So my father's whole life was a scholar mm-hmm. and he's written seven books and he's a humanitarian, which where I got my, my need to, to, to help out too. But I never, I think that he paid more attention to the whole Holocaust and, and the survivor stories and writing his books. And he did to me. Mm-hmm. It's just my opinion. My okay. sister would say, it happens. Well, right. For me, it's like, I always looked for that fa- father figure and I was always attracted to older men. So going back to this, you know, there's some, something to be said about dating somebody who's older. First of all, it's like, it's like a, a, a car. You have to be physically attracted to somebody. So if you're really young and somebody's a pruned up raisin and they're together, it's pretty gross. But today- That's what I feel. Right. But today there's a lot of 50 and 40 and 60 year old men who take very good care of themselves. And That's they, very true. They I'm going to be attractive. My, I'm just going to show family members my, the picture. Who are very, okay, I have family see. members who are my cousins, um, my mom's cousins. And you know, so who's, who's this picture of? This is the couple. Oh, the couple. So my fam- my mom's cousins are oh my good God, looking I saw men. Them at Il Molino's, he owns the football team. He right? owns the Patriots. Oh, I, 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 let I, me see him. Okay, but wow. Let me see. I'm gonna. What say, do you okay, think? Like, this is, okay, but it's like Donald uh, Trump with Melania. Yeah, I mean, I'm that's sorry. Very true. Yeah. Okay, when you have that much power. Some women, and 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 let's just be kind to the women. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be with a man who's powerful and successful and fully loaded. I agree with you. Okay. Now, if you are spreading your legs and you're having a relationship with this man, it lasts like 
like for years and years and years. It's called love. I'm sorry. I just agree completely. Okay. My, my mom's cousins are in their fifties. They're okay. good looking men. They bike, they go on bikes there. They heat the one rides bikes and he always dates younger women in his thirties mm-hmm. young, but they're beautiful, mm-hmm. but he's a good looking, he's my okay. cousin, but he's a good looking old man. I understand that. That's me. So I understand. you think this man's ugly? When, when when there's an older seven year old man with a young seventy four year old man with a young thirty four thirty four year old that yeah. mind boggles me creeps me out. I don't okay. think that's attractive. So do you guys remember so being in my Anna mind Nicole state, Smith, the most yes. beautiful woman, the guest model? She, you know, may she rest I just in don't peace. get it. She was with a man it. who was in yeah, I know totally in a wheelchair. That to me was disgusting. Yeah, there's nothing to be believable about what? the fact that you're with a man who's in a wheelchair and has os- oxygen. You know, that to me is like okay, you're a gold. You're you're with yeah. him obviously for the money. Okay, he's but, how old? 75? 74. 74. So he has probably 15, 20 years to live. So is this somebody that when you're 34, you're only going to have 15 or 20 years left with this person? Yeah. Is this somebody you want to be with? And he's just going to get worse and worse because he's getting older. He His body's going to just, it's I, just the way it is. I think it's weird and creepy when younger 34-year-old girls are with like 75 or 80-year-old men. But for those 15 to 20 years, that girl's going to be living very well if she is indeed attracted to this man and his right. lifestyle. She really loves him. Sam, these guys, How instead of being be somebody your age, some girls say to me when I was, you know, yeah, listen, I, totally I you believe this. So people used to come to me and say, Siggy, I don't want you to match me with somebody who's in their thirties or forties. I don't need a guy who works out all day. And then he and I were going out and it's just not attractive to me to be with a guy who has power, has a jet, who has a yacht. I could see the world. I could now, so people uh, like that come off to me as being like, is that, a gold, yes. is that a gold digger? That's what we would call. Yeah. But it is in a sense, a gold digger. But for me, where I'm coming from personally is, is that I like when people are truthful. Mm-hmm. I used to have people who were coming in in their 20s who wanted to be matched with somebody who's in their 80s. And mm-hmm. I used to be, I'm sorry, I'm not sugardaddy.com. Get the <laughs> hell out of my mm-hmm. office. But when, when there's a 20, 25 year age difference, to me, I have to judge accordingly who's in front of my face and what are their needs and why are they asking for this? So there have been right. plenty of girls that I've thrown out of my office. Right. Plenty of girls. Are, I'm like, I'm, I'm not for you. But to me, so 25, I year old, 25 years is very different than 45, 50 yeah, years. I, like for, I would, I think being matched, like if you're in your twenties or 30, me matched with an older guys, fine. I don't mind that. But when yeah. you're 75, do you want to really roll over in bed and wake up to that every morning? I wouldn't. I just, I don't know. I have to have some sort of attractiveness to the person I'm with, but that's just me. They don't have to be good looking, but maybe their personality or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. That's something I I, when I'm dating somebody, I, I see a future. So when I'm dating a 75 year old man, what future do you really have besides being charmed for the next 15 or 10 years? Then what, then what's going to happen when it's all over with you're starting back at square and one and money, you're money, also money. older and then you're also older and you're left with no one. It's kind of, I don't know. I, I don't, that's gross to me. I think that that's weird, mm-hmm. but I do know in the industry, many beautiful, beautiful young women who have great businesses and have great heads on their shoulders that are with extremely older, ugly men. You see when and I they're first- beautiful and they're with ugly older men. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it has nothing to do with age also. Like when I first met Michael, he didn't have any money. I was so attracted to his mind. Mm-hmm. I was so attracted to the fact that, you know, when I met him, he's like, my father has Lou Garrett's. My mother died of cancer. You know, I lost my, my businesses. He was just starting over. 
But let me just say something. The things that he would talk about, I kept on saying, wow, that's chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't, I don't know if this girl has chemistry with this older man or not. Right. You know, I, unless, unless it looks it's really weird. obvious. I know. I haven't seen them in person. That okay. was just from a friend of mine. I she was like, oh my God, this couple was there. Yeah. You know, I I'm judge people like that. Guys yeah. But when I see <laughs> Donald Trump and his stunning wife. That I yeah, but Donald though. Not 75. How old is Donald I Trump? don't know, but I'm, I'm, I hate to say like this, 40, but she, I accept it because now. he's actually, his, his personality alone is just, you know what? I accept Donald this whole Trump thing. Is 70 years old. No. 69 years old. He was born June. Oh, another Gemini. No wonder you're egotistical, Donald. <laughs> Love you, baby. Wait, how old is Melania? Um, so I, I don't know why, but I accept this. <laughs> she's gotta be 40. Okay. So she's 45. So I accept 55, it. 55, 65, they're 25 years apart. I yeah, don't I mind that. that. See, 25 years to me doesn't seem yeah. that much. It's when it gets to the Creepy. 40s, 50 year yeah, age but, difference. But, but, but you know where I'm, uh, well, I'm not a hypocrite, but you know where I'm the other end. I don't like women with younger men. That's, that's weird to me too. Yes. I, I think that's weird. Like, okay. So what I'm, I think JLo with her boyfriend, well, Casper, oh, is I love weird. It. I think it's great. Yeah. She's no, doing no, no. exactly I love what J-Lo. she wants to do. Wait, she wants unless, to have a good time. I have to say. That, oh, we cost. talked about this. Yeah. Unless, True. unless she wants to have kids. Meaning right. it's we not did talk about this. So yes. We did talk about it. Let's mm-hmm. put it away. But the Kate Hudson, Joe Jonas thing, to me, no. That's weird to me too. When he was 13. I mean, when you were 13, he was just being, he was just born. You haven't really worked out the marriage thing right you know, get it together. Yeah. This is and I think Kate Hudson like is gorgeous and I love her. I just, when I, when this came out, I was kind of like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. You know, oh, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I mean, Kate Hudson has gone on record and saying that she knows she doesn't think marriage is forever. I mean, her parents are That's because of the way she was raised. Yeah. 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 No, she's actually to be in the presence of Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. They got their thing. You don't have, yeah, have that. They are them. aces on yeah. the highest level. They're aces. Aces. I like, th- I like them. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Oscars, Leo got his first. Yay, Leo. We love it. Leo, you deserve it. What's eating Gilbert Grape is no longer eating Gilbert Grape. (laughs) (laughs) I'm obsessed with you, Leo. He's so cute. I just loved how he handled his speech and his poise and like Mm -hmm. his whole demeanor was awesome when he got up for his award. Yeah. I loved it. I love Leo. And you know what I love? I love the friendship between Leo and Kate. Oh my God. Yeah. You know that Leo is 41. Kate's 40. Leo's 41. Yes. He's old now. Oh my God. I know. Leo's He's just like so a baby crazy. Yeah. 41. Mm-hmm. Yes. He Leo's doesn't look 41. it. He is the most, he's the 41. next Robert De Niro. He's the most talented actor. Oh, he's so great. I think he deserved it. Yeah. What I would like to see is Leo. Leo. What? Enough of dating the same girl. The, the blonde Who? has Supermodels. the angel wings on. They all look alike. It doesn't matter. You could oh. call one A B B B C B D D E F G. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Leo. He doesn't need, need. He doesn't need some, some baby that. Leonardo DiCaprio's in you. this world. Come on, you're so talented. You're a genius. You've got to knock somebody up and do it fast. <laughs> I'm such a fan of Leo. I love him too. I met him. He was the sweetest. He was so nice. He He's, hung out. 
when Jersey Shore, I think I mentioned this, like during one of the first podcasts that we ever did, but when mm-hmm. we were on Jersey Shore, we hung out at a club and he was just so cool. He was, he hung out with all of us, him and Kevin Conley from Entra. I talked about this yeah, before yeah. and it was probably the coolest experience of my life. So I am, I am forever a Leo fan. Uh, who, I don't even understand who wouldn't be a Leo fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, the movie and the roles that he takes and what he insane. does to get no, into character. So it's, it's, it, first of he, all, if anybody ever saw What's Eating Gild- Gilbert Grape, you got to rent this movie and you got to watch it. It is, you will be fascinated. He's so mega talented. And I know he's done a hundred movies. I mean, Titanic is everybody, The Wolf of Wall Street, Inception. I mean, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. And I, I think- just, I'm still can't get over that he's 41. I know. <laughs> he's getting Catch old. me if you can. But what's eating Gilbert Grape when I saw that? Is that your favorite? No, but when you know when you see a movie and you know, oh my God, this kid is going to make it big. Yeah. That's it. Totally. Totally. Wait, Sig, we never got a little follow up of how you've been doing on your diet. Oh, Oh, so anyway, I went back. I lost six pounds. (gasps) Wow. Wow. I lost three pounds a week. Second week, I lost another three pounds. Three pounds a week. It is the easiest diet in the world. And by the way, I'm not getting paid, but I, for people who don't know what portion control is Mm -hmm. to be on a diet. That's my biggest problem. Like this, where they give you your meals. Um, But I have to tell you that this past Sunday, I binged like no other. I needed a break. So Michael says to me, let's go to Atlantic City for the day. (gasps) I love day trips to AC. Dave and I so I love how Michael always plans like fun, exciting trips. He really does. uh So we got in the car. We drove all the way to AC. We went to, we checked into the Bellagio. We got a room for the day at the water club. We got spa treatment. Wait, Borgata. 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 Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, wait, Borgata. My Borgata mom was there this in, weekend. Uh, really? At the Borgata. That's mm-hmm. so funny. And she went with my family. in that Italian restaurant that's in the cellar. Il oh, yeah. Tutiano, whatever mm-hmm. it's called. It was delicious. It's so good. Oh, nice. Yes. Ugh. And I went with my best friend, Jennifer, and we got massages and we just hung out and we Ugh, just that's so much when I fun. tell you pigged out they had truffle french fries this oh, is my favorite I, yeah. I know me and Sam are obsessed <laughs> obsessed with anything truffle. truffle so I'm probably up now another th- three so but but I'm back on it you know you, you who cares it. I think it's okay to splurge everyone I think yeah. it's totally okay to splurge but yeah. no portion control is literally my biggest problem by far. I just can't. Oh my God. Wait, I'm so happy we're bringing up food right now because I wanted to talk to you guys really quick. A friend of mine is working with this charity called Common Threads. Have you guys heard about it? No. Common Threads, it's a national nonprofit that was found in like 2003. Okay. And basically what they do is they take chefs and they bring them to low income um, like schools and they educate low income Kids from like third to eighth Wait, grade. Wait, wasn't Karen talking about this? I don't know. Was she that a, that that her daughter uh, Avery gets like these unbelievable meals in her schools? Oh well, oh, now I didn't know that. Now they make like a huge deal about it, like you know nationwide. But this this charity goes into low income low income housing schools and teaches them basically like. Cause you know, when you're not educated on food, like if you, all you're eating is crap from like a box yeah. and they also don't know what to do with like celery and carrots and like what to mix with. So I just think it's such a cool idea. Like I just love learning about new things. And like, if anybody who's listening wants to learn about common threads, it's www.commonthreads.com. Interesting. And it's so cool because I feel like if I learned more about food whenever I was growing up and I was very fortunate 
to grow up the way that I grew up, but I feel like I would make better choices now. I mean, absolutely. You know what I mean? I feel like if you're, if you're, that's why education of any kind is important when you're younger. Don't you think? Yeah. Because we're living in, I think when I'm young though, I don't know. I don't care what I'm eating. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, like when you're young, you're just like, mom, here, here's this, you know what I mean? Bring these chefs into school. I think that's really cool. How to do it. It's also think of it as like an after school activity. Like they would probably, they're probably breeding all these chefs now and they don't even realize it. But not only that, you're, we're living in a society of everything has to be super Size. Yes. We think the more we eat, because look at me, I'm uh, 48 years old and I'm on Jenny Craig and I'm trying to like learn portion control. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I've been, uh, this yo yo dieting for, I mean, since I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just crazy. If I would have learned early on about portion control and yeah. eating the right things, now I snack, I'll take out so hummus like, and celery sticks. I mean, I'm, I know how to snack now. I think it's important to I, start them out young. I, I think when I was young, you don't really pay attention to that. But when you're older now, I feel like you're, I'm more like concerned in my portions or anything because I want to lose weight and feel good and look good. Mm-hmm. But also I think social media has a, a lot to do with this because on social media, I stare at food pictures all, all day, day long. long. All day so now that I do, I know more recipes that are out there. Mm-hmm. I see different foods that are out there that I'm growing up that I not necessarily have. My mom didn't make for me. So I think that it, this is a great opportunity for kids because kids are now seeing food and they're seeing their peers and it's all over the social media that mm-hmm. I think this is a great way to teach kids on what they should eat and what they shouldn't eat. And I know if I was a kid going to school, I would love it because yeah. I, I, I actually enjoy cooking myself and I like to see foods now that I eat based on social media. I actually make more recipes that I see through Instagram or on Pinterest oh, yeah, than so I ever fun. had before in my entire mm-hmm. life. So I, I I like this whole idea. I think food is really up and coming, especially yeah. now in this. Oh, you know, it's, it's happening, time. baby! It's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if anybody wants to figure out or find more information about Common Threads, it's commonthreads.org. And tell me if you learn any cool things from them because I'm definitely going to keep keep um That's keep really up cool. with all that stuff. I just think it's so cool, and they have like. You know, they just do really fun stuff. I'm showing you some pictures, Sam. Look at how cute they all are. That's awesome. They have like their aprons on, their chef's hats. Oh my God, one we'll year- We'll post that. Growing up, yeah, let's definitely post it. One year for my sister's birthday, we had a pizza party and my everyone made their own individual pizza and got their own- I had that. They're all hats. I thought that was so cute. We did. You did. Chef my hat? mom was so cool growing up. Actually, I'm going to throw out some ideas. Every single party I had, because my birthday was in March. So it wasn't like a pool party outside in the summer or it wasn't like, mm-hmm. you know, there was only certain things that you can do. So my mom came up with the best ideas at a cooking party where we all had our own apron and everybody painted your own apron. We cute. made lollipops, our own pizzas, the same type thing. And we were all like chefs and it was so much fun. And then one year I had a, a disco dance party. So everybody like came. It was just mm-hmm. a bunch of young girls but oh, yeah. you came and like it was like a disco dance party and then I had like a beauty party I oh, mean we a beauty yeah party we too. did like my sisters and I used to have a bingo party I had parties, so yeah. much cool stuff where we we did swap bingo and every like everybody got a gift at the end it was like my so mom fun. came up with so much parties but on that note Siggy <laughs> yeah I want to wait I want to know how you guys think that um Chris rocked it uh, uh, as an Oscar oh host. I thought he was great I actually thought the Oscars was better than I was expecting. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was great. I thought yeah. he did a great job. I thought I knew he was going to beat down the black diversity stuff because that was what was happening. And, you know, people boycotting the Oscars and stuff. But I thought he did a great job. But like, I mean, yeah. he was amazing. Yeah. The only thing was weird was that Stacey Dash thing. That's was what really I wanted to get to. Awkward. It was so what? awkward. Well, I don't even understand. 
I like, I think that people were like, what the hell is going on? Why is she on stage? What is she doing? What's the well, point? Well, she was supposed to be making fun of herself, I think. Cause yeah. she was, she, she said that publicly if, and yes. said that they should get rid of the BET award. They should get rid of black history month. They should get rid of all this. Cause stuff. there's no white history because month. There's no white there's... history month. And she said that it's just segregating them even more. So what they did was when they brought her on, she was like, happy Black History Month, and then like ran away. It was so stupid. But people who don't know what's going on, like I didn't know what was going on at first. I was, was like, so what stupid. the hell is this? But anyway, that was really awkward yeah. and weird. Okay. That was just weird. But, but the, the Oscars were a success. I thought Chris Rock did a great job. I loved him. Yeah. I thought yeah. he was but so funny. Guys, on another note, there's a couple of things that I want to ask you. Ooh, yes. questions from Sam. Yeah, I, feel like should, I feel like we should, we should get to know each other a little bit more and, and let our fans know a little bit more about us. So what are two things that, you know, nobody really knows about you? Oh. That you can you can kind of share a secret with everybody right now. It could be small or big. Just some, not a lot of people know about you or, you know. I'm trying to think of what I can say. Hmm, I think... About me. Let me just say. I don't know yeah. if I've ever, if I've talked about this on the podcast. Do I ever tell you guys that I'm dyslexic? Do you know what that is? <laughs> you you just can't read? That, well, it means you're, I like literally see everything backwards. Is this real life? Yeah, or? it's real life. <laughs> are you just saying that? I swear on my Like, you know how people are like, oh, I'm no, dyslexic. Right, I can't like no, read I'm a, or something. I'm a, like considered a 504 student because I have learning disabilities. What's a 504 so student? It's like, so, so basically how they categorize you in school. So like oh, I, whenever I didn't know people this. had, um, like, so in high school and in middle school, whenever people would have like free periods, like I would go to like special help and I would literally sit there and they would help me do my homework. They, I had my SAT. Wow. So Hold on. Me. But when you read a paper now, do you see mm-hmm. it backwards? Um, I, my, it's definitely much better than it used to be. Sometimes I'll have to like double check. Cause I'll, my, what it does is my brain literally takes letters and like makes random words. So I'll have to reread stuff. That's so, so it takes cool me, and interesting. Well, it's, it wow. takes me forever to read. You like, would never know because stuff. you're such a great host and such a smart woman that's crazy I would never even know my mom was so funny she she used to go into like any parent teacher conference and she'd be like sick to her stomach because I would sit there at the kitchen table yeah. it was like our rule as soon as you got home you had to sit down and do your homework I would take me like four hours to do my homework when I was like in second grade and I would just be sitting there all afternoon all evening doing my homework Ugh. And my mom would have just such anxiety going to talk to the teachers because she knew that I had just struggled so much in school. And they'd always say, she's going to be fine. She's going to be fine. Because my mom was worried. She's like, my daughter literally takes forever to read a sentence and she doesn't see like everybody else. Her brain right. doesn't work like wow. everybody else's does. That's really so, interesting. I know. So luckily I got a good personality or else I'd really be in trouble. Wait, hold on. But, but <laughs> aren't, isn't it true that most people who are classified as, you know, special needs with mm-hmm. the, because my daughter was just, just got a 504. Yes. Yes. I never even ADHD. heard of this. Yeah. It's she like can't a focus in class. Yeah. So some of the things they do, they have to move her to the front of the class. They, she's, she can't focus. So and crazy. She asks questions and mm-hmm. then she'd come home crying because everybody gets it, but she doesn't get it. Oh yeah. And because her That's brain. frustrating. You know, yeah. It's real. It's The apple it's doesn't hard. fall far from the tree in this case, but she's ADHD and now she gets a little bit more time to take her tests. Yep. So she I get extended it. time okay. on tests too. Really? Don't you feel like people, I think that they're the brightest of the bright, anybody who's got a disability, I just feel like that they're extremely bright, extremely I sharp. I feel like whenever, at least in, in my case, I feel like because when it comes to like that, like, for the word I'm thinking of, like when it comes to like the two sides of the brain, there's like the creative side and then like the logical side or whatever. I don't know if that's the right word. I feel like because I have such a hard time with like facts and stuff like that, right. that my creative side is much better. See, they, they label you in school and all this stuff that you have ADHD, but when you get older, you don't, nobody well, you, can tell anything. Yeah. Right. 
But it's that's crazy. because you learn how to deal with it. Well, I'm sure everybody who meets me knows that I have ADHD. <laughs> it's not a secret. I oh think my, my brain, like a lot of times people will say, Siggy, you need to listen more. And I'm thinking, no, you don't get it. I am listening, mm-hmm. but my brain is working so fast. I already, I already know how I'm responding, but yeah. you're not letting somebody finish. And right. I'm like, I'm not doing it because I want to be rude. That's not my intention. Mm-hmm. My intention is I can't sit still. I can't focus. Right, your t- brain isn't, this, it's just so not I'm working trying to get way. it. And then I, bam, I'll spit out an answer and they'll be like, whoa, that was good. But mm-hmm. it's because your brain, you know, you can't, you can't help it. Yeah. You know, that's sweet. So what else do people not know about you? So Sig, what's yours? Um, I don't think people know that I w- I'm Jewish. Do they know that? Yes, yes. they know. They always say you're yeah, Jew. Yeah, show them right, okay. Jew from Jersey. Um, let me just see. Okay, I know, I know a story that no one will know about me. Okay. This is good. Okay, so I grew up in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And in um, a, a 10th grade, my father, my father went and got the job at Yad Vashem in Israel. And for a 10th grader that's in Cherry Hill West, all you're thinking is, is that if my dad gets a job in another country, I'm screwed. I don't mm-hmm. want to leave this country to go to a country where there's a tent, a camel and sand. I mean, I yeah. was freaking out. Yeah. So I had a great idea. I went to the mall and there was a store called Bamberger's at that time. No and idea I, oh, what that I is. Never okay. heard of it's that like name. a Bloomingdale's, but it's oh, okay. Cherry Hill. It's a Cherry Hill mall. And I started stealing. I start. I opened up my purse and I saw, I started taking stuff that I was like size 14, say anything because I wanted to get caught. Cause I thought that if I went to jail. So that was actually going to be my next question. Have you ever done like yes. stolen or done something well, against yeah. the law? Yeah. Wait. So they take me and they're like, you're not even upset. I'm like, no, I'm so excited. They're like, they're, they're fingerprinting me. I think oh I was a juvenile. God. Wait, was, you were so excited to get arrested. Yes. Yeah. She didn't want to go so away. Then I go in front of the judge. No. Yeah. Went that far. Went that wow. Far. Yes. And the judge goes, I'm sorry. I'm Sigalit. I'm not understanding this because like you clearly, it didn't even make sense the stuff that you were stealing because right. you took all random stuff. And I said, yes, your honor. I don't, and I think I, I was in yeah. ninth grade or 10th, tenth, tenth grade. And I said, your honor, you don't understand. I want to stay in this country. And I, I really do believe that I should, you know, I, I should do pr- whatever um, juvenile work or what, what is that called when you mm-hmm. have to do community service? Yes. And he's like, what's the thing here? So my attorney at the time, my mother got, the, my mother was working at First People National Bank and one of her clients was like this huge attorney. She's like, can you help my daughter? Sigalit, no steal. She's a good girl. My Sigalit, she no steal. That's so, so the crazy. attorney's like, listen, um, um, Rachel's husband is in, you know, he's getting promoted to a job in Israel. And, and I'm like, yeah, and I, I shouldn't have to leave here to go. And I started crying in court. Aww. He's like, dismissed. I'm thinking, oh, Oh my God. And I had to move to Israel for a year. Oh Wait, my gosh. You moved to Israel? Yes, for 11th grade. <gasps> what was you it did? Like that's hard. Yeah. I think leaving your high school, your, when you're Sammy. in high school, that's the Thank hardest thing in the world. Yeah. I went to Israel. I made the best of it. I went to a special wow. school for American. Wow, I would be you know, so upset. And in Israel, what people don't realize is that when you graduate, you're not going to college, you're going to the army. And if you come to Israel and you don't know the language and I, you know, I could speak broken Hebrew, but if you don't read and write the language, you become like a secretary. You, you, they're not going to give you a high power job. Right. So I stayed there for a year and then my mom put me on a plane to come back to Cherry Hill to live with her best friends in Cherry Hill. <gasps> wow. And this I continued, is so interesting. I so your mom stayed and you just came. My, my sister, my brother, my mother and father stayed in Israel. My wow. sister, my, my brother went to the army. I came back after a year, finished, graduated from Cherry Hill West, and then went to Monmouth University on a special program for equal this opportunity. Is the, you know what? To leave high school, I think is the hardest thing to, to 
to just leave all your friends and people yeah. you grew up with and, and then stuff. go to and a country where they for you and then come language. back your senior year. Come back my that's senior very year. hard. And not even having family. Like I lived with, yeah. with, with the Moors. That's hard. Shout out to Bonnie and Fred Moore and Kim <gasps> Moore. But I lived with the Moors and then I had to go and, and, and go to college. I don't have my parents around. My parents are in Israel. That so is crazy. Monmouth University had a special program called the Equal Opportunity, Opportunity Fund, EOF yes. program. Mm-hmm. And I remember that they accepted me. Wow. You know, and I got grants and loans and I went to Monmouth University and that's how I got into college. And then I waited tables at TGI Fridays. to. Did you up. miss your family while you were I was, here we, by we, yourself? Miss my family. It was, I, it was a long time before I could see my family because I was banned from Israel. I wasn't Man. allowed back. Yes. Once you're born in Israel, you are an Israeli citizen. And even though I'm an American citizen, you have to serve the army. They saw me as <gasps> fleeing the country. I wasn't going to go to the oh. army. So this I was, so this interesting. is so yes. interesting. I love So this. I was banned from the country until I was 25 years old. You should write a book about your life. Yeah. That's you really that, should yeah. because uh-huh. not a lot of people go and, through But this I remember wow. being, this is the saddest part. Like when you're uh, in college, Christmas break, the dorms are empty and you would see one little light on in the room. That was yours. My life, <laughs> my family was TGI Fridays. My yes. family was waiting tables and the f- people that I worked with and the managers, that was my life because I didn't have, you know, where am I going to go? And I didn't have anywhere to go, but I made TGI Fridays for years. That, that was is, my family. Your life is so interesting. And I really, it. I'm in awe about it. That's I'm crazy. So, like, yeah, I want to hear more. That was and then so people, cool. people would say, aren't you so sad and this and that. And I always was the person where I'd see the positive and not the negative. Mm-hmm. I said, are you looking out the window? People would wait for hours That's to sit in my so station. That's why you're so independent. And so, you, I don't you rely know? on anybody for yes, anything. No. And I'd be like, I remember I bought my first car. It was a yellow Honda Prelude. I my was, mom I was, hold on my mom's like her first car was a red prelude and she feet, like her it was like the hottest car back then she like it was her first was car that she did car, it. I hated my name because I was always bullied Ziggy Squeaky oh. Ziggy the sea monster but I put on the license plate Sujet what Sujet. how do you spell that S-I-G-E-E <laughs> people be like what's your name I'm like Sujet <laughs> oh like, are you, I are love you French it. I I'm love like, it. no, I'm just a jackass. <laughs> I love it. Yay. Your story's so Thank inspirational. You. That's it. I love your story is kind of inspirational. Like you make me feel like if you can tackle on like leaving your family and your high school and, and starting a job and going to college by yourself, you kind of make me want to like do more with myself right now. I'm telling you the opportunities, especially in this country. That's why I'm so like, I'm proud to be American in, in this country. You could do anything you want. You just have to make the right choices and walk that straight line. Mm-hmm. And when things are bad, I say, wow, it's, it, you got to go see what's happening in other countries. You mm-hmm. think your life is bad. It's really not that bad. It's yeah, really sure. not that bad. A lot of people are suffering and they're, they're, they're suffering and pain is, is really, really, really horrible. Yeah. That's well, so true. You didn't answer Sam. Oh, I feel like I, I tell everybody everything about my no, life. You gotta think of something that we don't I know. I actually you. have a skin problem called um, vitiligo, where my skin, my um, on my legs, where there's I have white blotches that look like birthmarks, but they're not. They're just white blotches where my my skin color just disappeared. I have a friend that has that on their elbows. I have it everywhere, all over my body. And mm-hmm. you can't get rid of that. I had it when I was twelve on my knees, and it went away. And then um, about three years ago, it came back on my legs. So now they covered my legs, and now I'm like hoping it'll go away. I put makeup on it. So when you tan, what happens? 
Um, it stays white. It stays white or it gets red. So I actually now have to be careful. So I have to put sunscreen on my spots. It's just like birthmarks. It's something right. Right. my uncle has it. I think it's hereditary. So I think it's, but not a lot of people know that because I like cover up or I won't. I put makeup on it, but I don't really right. care. People right. are like, oh, what's on your leg? I'm like, it's my spots. I'm right. like, I don't really care. Right. Just the skin You're like discoloration. A yeah, but a lot of people don't know that. Spots. They're That's so really sexy. probably the only thing. I like that, that people don't know about me, but I was going to say Claire, since we all know now that Siggy stole, yeah. have you ever done something that um, was against the law or have you ever stolen? We all know you haven't, but I figured I would just hey, say this anyway. Sam, I, you don't know about me. I'm a badass bitch. Okay. I feel like you have another side to you. Um, okay. When I was in the first grade, <laughs> um, I, I picture you with a Lily Pulitzer dress. Oh my gosh. I had a <laughs> Catholic schoolgirl jumper and like a bow tie. That's like what they used oh, to make us so wear. Cute. Um, okay. So I was in first grade and I was obsessed with Jolly Ranchers. Another reason why kids should not have lots of candy. Um, and I, my teacher, what's so crazy to this story is that as I'm telling her, I'm like, she's exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. Okay. I was so obsessed with Jolly Ranchers and our teacher had them in a closet that was a, like on the tallest shelf, right? So in my school, every teacher would have recess duty at a certain time. So what I would do is I would figure out what day my teacher was going to be on recess duty. So I knew she wasn't in the classroom. Tell me you went into the closet and stole the Jolly Ranchers. First of all, not only did I do that, <laughs> but I had to pick not one, but two locks to get to these Jolly Ranchers. Wait, where no. were the kids yes. if you're in there? Or you just there at recess. This is how my mind was working at in first grade, okay? Which is crazy. So I... I'm not exaggerating. I noticed that the lock on my classroom door was very similar to the lock on my parents' bedroom. So what I did was we didn't have an art room. We had art. We had a heart. Did you take art a heart? No, I stole scissors, brought the scissors to my parents' house, locked the door, and picked the lock. And I realized, okay, if I can pick my parents' what? lock, this is so crazy. This is how thieves are born. I don't know why I'm not in jail right now. Seriously. Okay. So I picked the lock. You're so smart back then. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I picked my parents' lock. Realized it worked. So then what I did was I brought the, the scissors back the next day. And the next time that my teacher had recess, I stole the scissors, picked the lock so that I had to go to the bathroom, picked the lock because I was outside in recess, picked the lock into the first door. Then I picked the lock into the second door, climbed up on a chair and grabbed these Jolly Ranchers and stuffed my uniform with like all these Jolly Ranchers, like huge. You are, you know what, Claire? Ball. You are a badass bitch. Okay. I told you. <laughs> So I get on the bus and I'm like sharing, of course, yeah. with all my Jolly Ranchers, with everybody on the bus. I'm like, you get Jolly Ranchers. I was like, Oprah, you get a Jolly Rancher. You get a Jolly Rancher. You get a Jolly... Everyone was, was like raining Jolly Ranchers. So my mom picks us up from the bus stop or I, I don't remember what, how she got us, whatever. So I go home and my sister's like, mom, Kiki has so many Jolly Ranchers in her pockets. And my mom was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, mom, look at all these. And I like take them all out and I like put them on the the table. She's like, how'd you get those? And I literally looked at her and I go, I stole them. I stole them. I stole them. I'm sorry. I stole them all. Did she make you go back to the school? Oh my yes. God. Of course she did. So as I'm hysterically crying, then I was trying to explain to her that I was basically James Bond and picked my way into the classroom. She didn't really believe me. She was like, okay, yeah, there's no way girl. you know how to do this. How old are you in first grade? Seven? No, no. Probably like you're, seven you're years old. Six and seven. Six yes. and seven, okay? So my dad brought me back smart. to the school. My dad had just bought my house a whole thing of watermelon Jolly Ranchers, which was the greatest thing ever. I feel like growing up in school, there's Jolly Ranchers everywhere. everywhere. 
right? When I grew up, I always had a Jolly it's Rancher so on my weird. desk. I don't know they why. everywhere. So my dad had just bought like a huge bag from Costco. So it was like jumbo yeah. awesomeness. He made me bring that bag back to my teacher. And he was like, Mrs. Cole, Claire, something she's tell you. And I just was so like, I'm sorry. And I was crying. And it was so embarrassing. And then I wasn't allowed to have any Jolly Ranchers. And that's my story. Wow, Claire. <laughs> that was the that was the first and only time I ever stole. And then in the second grade, I switched schools. I don't know if that's why, but I was taken out of that one school and put into another one. Really? And my teacher always had Jolly Ranchers on her desk in the second grade. And I was like, this is God trying to, fig- to test me, like blah, blah, blah. And I never stole them. I was very proud. So young. So young. I told you I'm I badass. Stole, I stole. Me and my sisters when... Um, we were like 10 years old, but there used to be this hayride that used to come down my mom's, um, block that like the, my mom was in this little neighborhood, but around the block was kind of like, um, like a garden, like outside thing where they do vegetables and pumpkins and stuff. So during Halloween, the hayride would come around like a farmer's market thing, like a farmer's market or whatever. It was like around the block. And during Halloween at night, our, our whole neighborhood would go all out and the hayride would take on the weekends or, you know, at at like five o'clock at night would take people on a hayride through the streets to see all the decorations. Oh my, that's so So cute. Growing up, (laughs) me and my sisters had like a bag we called dress up where it was all my mom's like old bride means dresses that were like really old fashioned back then and they were awesome and we loved them we would always dress up in them so we would have friends come over and we'd dress up in them and and when Hayride would come around he would always stop and let us go on for like a block or two and then drop us off oh my god that's so, so we cute. had this brilliant idea like for the next year that um, there was a store also around the block near the farmer's market that we would go and this is like when we were 10 years old without any like cameras or anything we'd go and get the 20, 10 cent 25 cent candy and go and steal it and then hand it out when we would go on the hayride to all the kids and people on the hayride. You were bribing friends. Yeah, like, here, no. I'm your new so best when friend. the hayride picked us up, we had all this candy that we just took from like the 10 cent like bucket in like one of the stores that we just took in our pockets and like a 10 year old kid and walk out. And to this day, like I still feel so guilty about it. Your parents ever found out that you Nobody were stealing? Nobody ever found out. She's, my mom didn't. We just went on the hayride and gave it away. Like we didn't even keep it. Like we just gave it away. You're like was 10 that? years old. Like Who I steals from the rich and gives to the poor. What but character is that? It was weird. Aww. Robin Hood. I still like, like Robin Hood. Yeah, Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> I, we still are like, what were we thinking back then? We didn't think of it as stealing. Like we just thought like, it was literally like a handful of like, like, you know, those cheap can like, it was yeah, like one, yeah. one Swedish fish in a package. Yeah, like, I love Swedish fish. It was like fish. nothing. And we would just give them away. But that was, I still, like, it bothers me. I still feel like guilty about it. You should so go I back to never the store and give again. them like 50 oh, I bucks. Just, I don't think it's still there anymore. Yeah. The store. It's gone. I was such a rebel. I was such a wild child. Really? I did just as much good. But when I tell you, when I walked in a room, it was just, it was just chaos all the time. Oh my goodness. All the time. Me and my brother. Best child. Would you tell your kids of any bad things that you did? Yeah. Well, actually, Sophie just got detention. For what? You're not allowed to use your phone in school. Mm-hmm. And Oh, yeah. I remember this. You have to she turn it off in the something. morning. And she got caught with it three times during school because mm-hmm. she can't stop texting and Insta and Finsta. She's a phone that. addict. So all this stuff. And then I remember my sister just sat there. She goes, you're such a hypocrite, Siggy. You got detention all the time. <gasps> really? I hear Sophie's getting detention. She's so much better than you used to be. And I'm like, Iris, um... I'm trying to raise so my yeah, like shut yeah, up, like my parents won't tell me or my sisters anything that they did as as growing up, like anything bad or anything they don't want us. To, they keep it to themselves. Well, that's probably because your parents um, have learned to um, 
act like parents. Have you ever seen me parent my kid? My, my, co- that's my why, kids that's are like, why you haven't said anything yeah. about detention because you're doing the same thing, right. you know? You don't so wanna. Josh will come home and be like, mom, you know, um, hello, you're so loud or you're so like, yeah. sometimes I want to be a kid with them. Yeah. And I have to like step out and say, okay, I'm, I'm their parent. And then they're, they, you can't win. I'm either too strict or I'm too wild. Yeah, whatever it's it is. Like you so can't win. It is what it is. My parents so, are always like, do it, do what I say, not what I do. Oh, she did. Yeah. She lost her phone for a week and then she turned back her phone and it showed, um, I think 532 missed messages. You're lying. I said to Sophie, how many times a day do you take a picture of yourself? She goes, mom, you can't really, it's not a selfie. It's called Instagram and you have a story. I said, you have a story? Oh, that's Snapchat. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Snapchat. Sorry. sorry. So so she goes, and I probably take a picture of myself about a thousand times a day for my story. That's all they do all day long. I need to follow her on Snapchat. (laughs) And I'm like, but Sophie, your pictures are ugly. I saw like three people. They're not even nice. You're like, with your Oh, Siggy. <laughs> <laughs> I like, wish you guys could see Siggy's face. Right I now. always, yeah, but I send my sister like on Snapchat. I follow like five people, but I send my sisters like ugly faces all the time because it disappears. So I don't right. have to get a laugh during the day when they're at work. I'm like, oh, like right. I do those. Yeah. She's like, like mom, after five seconds, I it disappears. Do. I'm going like this. All the energy to send an ugly pic of yourself. If you send it once, I can understand. Everybody's like, oh my God, that's so funny. Sophie, that was a great <laughs> face. Don't ever do that in public. But when you say a thousand times a day, oh, honey, a lot. you are grounded. Yeah. Oh, but mom. So I said to her after I, I gave her phone back, she says, mom, I can't believe that was the hardest week of my life. So I said, Hard. Sophie, what did you do with your time? You got, you know, you yeah. were able to study more. This is her response. She watched 13 seasons oh, of this. Law and Order. Yes, yes. Yeah, you said this last week. Story. Yeah, last week. And I'm week. thinking to myself, okay, it's educational. It's still about crime. Whatever. And, and it's still better than taking ugly. <laughs> Go away with those ugly pictures. I can't. Seriously. Yeah. That is amazing. Wait, actually, I have something. Do you guys have tattoos? I wanted to ask you. No, never had a tattoo. That's why we're meant to be friends because I don't have one either. Do you guys find yourself judging people with tattoos? Because I used no, to. I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of artistic, so I like. Art. I like tattoos. I think yeah. they're so artsy, but I don't want one for myself, but I think they're so in- intriguing. They have meanings. Some of them have meanings. Some of them are so beautiful. I don't, some of them are, yeah. Oh, oh there's a, there's a, oh, there's oh, a guy, Dave, who lost his, his mother and he put his, um, it's the most beautiful thing on his arm. He put the last birthday card that she ever gave him. Aww. So I, that has me, I love that. It has meaning. And, and then he is such a phenomenal kid and he is, like oh, he's a kid, young. No, he's he's in his twenties, but oh. he's like, look, I, I think said, of my I mother think all the time. Meaning. My mother passed away, and I look at the last card she ever gave me. Yeah, that, like, see, that's, that's that really, see that I love. That's yeah. nice. You know what? I was watching um, Bravo Andy last night, and J Lo was on it, and he asks that's her, "The most beautiful woman ever, gorgeous." Ever. But he asks her, "What do you think of Ben Affleck's new back tattoo?" <laughs> What'd you say? And it's a big tattoo on his back. You can Google it right now. And it's colorful. And she goes, I hate it. She was like, it's terrible. She says, she goes, it's terrible. She goes, you know what? I don't know why he, he likes colored tattoos. She says, she goes, because he, all he has is colored tattoos. I think it would be cooler if he just got, you know, I think it's corny. She pretty much says it's corny and that he should get something cooler. Wait, hold on. That's awesome. On, on, um, Bravo wow. with Andy. That's it. That's his yeah. tattoo? That's his new back tattoo. She's Let like, she's like, I don't really like colored tattoos. She goes, I think what it would be cool it? if it, it was like just- Games of Thrones. What is it? it? I don't know. It's like a dragon. A dragon, right? But yeah. she's like, he always gets colored tattoos. I think he would be cooler if he didn't. Like if you got other kinds. She That's practically really funny. said some, um, Bravo Annie, which I think is funny because her boyfriend Casper was there. So it's kind of like awkward and weird. 
What that she was talking about her yeah. ex fiance's tattoos. tattoos. Black and white tattoos. Cool. Like I don't. I don't. I feel like they're friends because um, he also asked her another question, and she. Oh, you think Andy and J Lo no, are friends? I think J Lo and Ben are friends because oh. he Andy asked her another question, not having to do with him at all. Um, Ben Affleck, and she brought his name up. Oh, she did. Yeah. I need to watch the interview. Yeah. No, I used to. Well, ju- I know, mean, wait, wait, wait. I used to I'm judge sorry. She was the love. He was the they love have, of her they life. They must be friends. Did she you ever hear J-Lo song, song Still? Uh-uh. S-T-I-L-L. It's Who's song? J-Lo has a song Still. It's my favorite song. It's about him. Every, she had a whole album dedicated to Ben. A- oh my God. You guys really? Yeah, I never knew that. Okay. I do, I they were engaged to be married. He was the love of her entire existence. Um, I thought it was an odd couple, to be honest. It was, it was really an weird. Yeah. Couple, but they just did an interview before their supposed, you know, wedding, and they were in this beautiful um, home that they bought together in Georgia. It looked like a, a, it was just gorgeous. I, she was, she was obsessed with him, obsessed. She dedicated her whole album to Ben Affleck. Every song is a love song. Her fr- her song still is my favorite song. I mean, it's just- uh, I'm a fan of J-Lo, but I don't Wait, know- Wait, so what happened? Yeah, what happened? He's just a gambling addict? Yeah, I think he that um, her mother, well, my personal opinion, I don't have any- Yeah, in, what, no. do we know what happened? Um, I think that um, her mother, you know, he was, he had a gambling addiction mm-hmm. and it wasn't good for her and her- and her brand to to, yeah. to be with a man that was just not 100%. Ben Affleck is not 100% there. Yeah. He isn't. Totally. He looks like such a white boy goody goody, but I, he's so not. No, like, he's you know such a I mean? punk. He no. looks like, like his, uh, his appearance yeah. just looks like he would be like this night, nice white boy, mm-hmm. you know, but he's so not, which is mind blowing to me. Yeah. And, and he really tries. And when he tries, you buy into it. Like Jennifer yeah, Garner bought into it and they have three beautiful kids and mm-hmm. she's like a perfect 10. Yeah. You don't oh, get, I love her. Jennifer Garner is beauty, brains, body, yes. all wrapped up into one cookie. She's fabulous. Mm-hmm. And he keeps it together for a few years and then he falls off the wagon. He's He keeps it together for a few more years and then something else comes out. Yeah. He just can't help himself because he hasn't dealt so with- yeah. I yeah, agree. So that what you said was perfect. Um, wait, before we go, I need to- Oh, and to- the album's name, the album is called, uh, the album's title is This Is Me. Oh, I need to listen to it. Maybe yeah. I'll listen to the way home. Um, before and, and we wait, wait, out- And she has one song called Dear Ben on it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Biggie Flicker <laughs> is so obsessed with J-Lo's album. I actually like J-Lo's albums, but I don't remember Excuse this. Excuse me, uh, the, the album well, apparently is Apparently Siggy Flicker is the only one that bought it. Siggy <laughs> Flicker is the only one who bought it. I don't care. <laughs> Let me tell you something. J-Lo is a triple threat on the highest level. We could talk, I could talk about J-Lo for two hours. There is me nobody too. in the world that, that kills it in movies. She kills it as an art. She's she slays it every single yeah, she's time. She's amazing. Yeah. She reinvents herself. Here's a woman. I just I'm obsessed with J Lo. Yeah, I'm I think obsessed she's with great. Her. Yeah. Um, what was I going to so, say? Do you have a hangover report? I don't have a hangover report. This is what I'm going to leave you ladies with because okay. we brought up the um, you brought up the tattoo thing. So I don't have any tattoos. I used to judge people with tattoos, but my fiance is covered in tattoos. But she doesn't look like he would be. I know it's funny, right? <laughs> he well, looks he's like such a white boy. He, it, which is funny because he, whenever he's just like dressed like casually, he's a very 
very into, he's a t-shirt and jeans, you know, Vans kind of guy, which I love about him. Um, but he cleans up really nicely. But I used to honestly, I would see people with like sleeves or like crazy tattoos and be like, oh, they probably just got a jail or like, I was really, really? judgmental. Yeah. Cause I didn't, when I, where I grew up, nobody had tattoos. If you had a tattoo, it's because you were doing so something cool. bad, right? you know, and, like um, tattoos. I don't know why I never did on me. I still don't really like them, but I don't mind his cause they're part of him. And that's how I, I fell in love yeah. with him with those tattoos. And now if I ever see a picture with him out them without them, it's so weird. I'm like, Oh my God, it's so weird. When I met him, he was wearing a long sleeve at, or whatever. And yeah. you, I would never ever think that he, he was a, a tattoo guy. Back, I mean, so cool. he has his area code. He got drunk and got his area code in Vegas oh, wow. with brackets. All but right. then he has a story of the Count of Monte Cristo because it's his favorite book. He loves to read. Oh, so anyway, cool. my point is you should never judge a book by its cover. Absolutely. So that's how I think we should end. Yay. Absolutely. Love well, thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Love you all. See you Just next time. Just saying. Week.